Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's get into this week's episode. I don't have a discussion <laughs> question again. Oh wait, I do have a discussion question. Okay. What are your thoughts about um, being productive as far as like the time? Because you know how we were talking about how they say like if you get up at 5 a.m. you're super productive versus those people who blah, blah, blah. Like what are your thoughts about that? Um, for me, it don't, it's bullshit for myself. Um, she cursed y'all. I cursed. <laughs> She'll never curse on the podcast. It just be me, potty mouth. It's P.S. Um, so yeah, I'm not a person who, I don't wake up super early. Sometimes I do go to sleep, so I guess you can kind of equate it to like, well, it's not the morning time you get in, it's the night. But even sometimes my mood and my productive productivity level changes daily. Mm. So some days I might knock it out. I'm talking about 12, 16 hours of just like, just going, 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 doing Ooh. all of these things that I need to get done. Okay. But it's not like that every day. Mm. Day, some days I don't do nothing. And <sighs> me literally doing 10 minutes of yoga and making food for that day would feel like, oh my goodness, that was enough. <laughs> like, Especially nowadays, that's enough. I literally look at my day and be like, you know what? That's a rough day for you tomorrow. And it literally be like some stuff like going grocery shopping and mm-hmm. cooking or, or doing nothing. Yeah. So those days where I do have the energy where I'm like, I feel it. I can, I'm knocking stuff off my to-do list. Mm-hmm. I lean into it because it may not be like that tomorrow. Yeah. So for me, I would say no. That doesn't necessarily work for me because... I don't always have that type of energy to do it. Mm. What about you? I feel like now it makes me understand you more. Because I'm like, sometimes I need to be up at 4 a.m. And then sometimes she be sleep the whole day. And then sometimes she be up at 7 a.m. Like, I be so freaking confused. Like, in my head, I thought she'd just sleep all the time. But now it makes sense. Because at first I was just like, I need to understand what the hell is going on with this girl. Like, <laughs> concerned. Like, what's happening? You'd be like, yeah, I see you editing at, like, 2 in the morning. I'll yeah. text you some stuff. Like, don't worry about this, but this is some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can never gauge, like, your sleeping schedule. Um, For me, so for three years, I had to get up every day at 4.30. Because I used to work at Home Goods and my shift was at 5 a.m. Got you work there. Yeah. So, all my friends, they probably remember. Um, so I was that person I used to have to be up that early and I don't think that makes me productive because when I tell you I was the slowest person at work, like I slept on breaks. Sometimes I overslept and missed half of work because I was knocked out on breaks. Um, and during the shift, I was literally the slowest person. Like they used to ask me to speed up and I was like, I like can't like this is as fast as I can move. But then now looking back. I feel like I should have done some type of body movement when I woke up to, like, help wake myself up. Because, like, now I get up, granted, not every day. I get up around, like, 6, 6.30, and I go to the gym for, like, an hour. And it puts a whole new start to my day. And I'm like, huh, I should have been doing this all along. I don't like working out at the end of the day because I know how good it feels when I work out at the beginning. But I think what they're trying to say is when you get up at 5 a.m., people are asleep, which makes you more productive. So that means they not texting you, it's calling quiet. you, contact you. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. But for me, I work good at night. So it's between 10 and 12, I'm working. Yeah. Granted, my people still be up, though. So they still be texting, calling me. But it's just something about, like, working at nighttime where, you know, I enjoy that. And mm-hmm. I feel like that makes me more productive. But it's all about how you lock the time of your day, I think. 
that, you ain't gotta get up at 5 a.m. Right. Because just because you're getting up at 5 a.m., you will be productive. For real. Yeah. So it's all about what are you doing in those hours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So rather it's, you know, if you're getting up at 5 or 9, whatever it is, yeah. just making sure you stay productive. Yeah. And get your sleep, shoot. That too. That's what it makes me think about. Even if you wake up at 5, you just want to sleep a few hours ago. Yeah. How is that? Because sometimes I will stay up late and I work till 1, but I tell myself, like, you're not about to go to the gym at 6 a.m. You're going to look like a fool flying off the treadmill the heck because i know for me if i don't get like (laughs) at least six to eight hours of sleep i'm not productive Mm -hmm. so i don't do that four hour stuff that just does not work for me so yeah get that sleep yeah absolutely i just can't six and i'm just not an early person in in general four five six seven (laughs) and even eight for me like i'm a person i'm working on it but i plan to try to get up at least by eight um but that's early for me. So when yeah. people talk about seven, six and stuff, what the heck? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I think morning routines are important to start your day. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for the longest time, like, even in high school, I had to be at school at 8. I would get up at, like, 720. <laughs> it gives me, like, what, 15 minutes to get ready? And, like, now before work, for a minute, I was starting work at 9, getting up at 8.30. Especially with COVID happening. Shoo, 8.45. <laughs> and then I'm going to catch myself. I'll take a shower during lunch. Because I'm just like, I'm going to take a lunch break and take a shower. Yep. As opposed to getting up and taking a shower. Like, I'm that person. That's so true. <laughs> Slow to get my day started. But now I'm trying to, you know, be more intentional. Get up a little bit earlier. Take a shower. Even though I be dreading it. Right. My day feels so different. Absolutely. I agree. And I'm working on that. Since we're talking about morning routines, (laughs) something I'm thinking about is, um, and that's what we're talking about today, is hair. So, (laughs) when it comes to hair, my hair, and that's why I like to have protective styles, because when you can wake up and just, you know, get it going Mm -hmm. without having to do your hair, it changes literally that day. Girl, so for the longest, like when COVID first happened, I was literally... (laughs) Because I think that as black people or black women in particular, like certain hairstyles might be looked at as our hair is not done. And so for me, I'll be trying to like, you know, challenge things a little bit. So what I was doing was because I don't believe in sleeping in a ponytail at night because I feel like it just does something to your hair that I don't like. It feels uncomfortable. So for the longest, I was getting up, spraying my hair with some conditioner and just like shaking it up a little bit and just showing up to meetings. And I like that my coworkers, they're very, like, culturally sensitive because they're like, wow, your hair is looking good today. But it wasn't that generic comment. I'm just saying that because I don't remember exactly what they said. But they would compliment me in a way that was very intentional and made me feel comfortable. So I was just like, shit, this bed hair. So (laughs) they said my bed hair is bald. So I'm going to show up every day with this. So, for the longest, I was, like, and then I started playing around. Like, I would tie, like, a scarf just around my edges. So, it looked like I pulled it back a little bit. I ain't did nothing. And then I started exploring more little scarf hairstyles. And I was like, this afro thing might work. Because my hair is so thick and big. Like, it takes so much time to do it. Yeah. I mean, and that just goes to show about, like, what's good for you and what you like. Obviously, other people won't. Yeah. Like, me, I do not... Like my, I, I like when my hair is like it's kinky estate, but it's certain it's a, it's certain ways I have to play with it for me to really mm, like it, you know. Okay. Um, like, do you do like a bantu twist or a twist out? Yeah, no, all of that stuff look good on my hair and it works. But I'm talking about straight afro. Okay. 
Oh, I'm yeah. talking about me not doing anything to manipulate it, right, okay. at all. Like, if I'm wearing my hair in a straight afro, then I probably, like you saying, I probably need a headband or something mm-hmm. to make it cute for me, where it yeah. looks like, okay, like those, you know, it, everything just comes together. Yeah, for and sure. because, for me, for myself, the afro, my afro, I don't, I don't like it, and that's just real, you know what, what I'm saying? What don't you like about it? It's, I think it's because it's foreign, right? One, like, if maybe mm. if I, um, maybe if I had... I'm not, I won't even say that because my hairstyles that I have are foreign technically too that mm, I like. Yeah. You know, I just don't for myself. <laughs> uh, I think it's too much work. That's what it is. Yeah. And then my hair, if it's dry and if you have dandruff and you wear your fro mm, out, you can see that. It goes that. everywhere, yeah. You can see that. I can relate to you that. You lay down, nail your, your fro's locks at it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that's very true. And even when you drive, even when I be driving, you're, you're back and flat in the back. Yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing that may be what it is, other than just being foreign. Because even just having a twist out or having been too nice, that's foreign too. But I love, I love my hair like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but perspective or like just you know somebody else see your hair and they be like, oh, that's so cute. And you could be like, this is a bad hair day. You like, <laughs> like you, you really like this? So that's what told me. Okay, because what happened was one day. I didn't wake up in time to do my hair. Because for me, like, my go-to has always been a gel ponytail. Because I look bomb with a gel ponytail and some hoops and my glasses and some red lipstick. So one of the days I had, like, woke up super late. Because, like I said, like, I used to get up, like, 30 minutes before work. Even before COVID, I was getting up, like, right before I had to be at work. And I was like, shit, like, how can I, like, cut my time? So it was like, I got to go out with my hair like this. And I got so many compliments from my coworkers I was just like, shit, well, they like it, so I loved it. So now I was like, well, now it's accepted. Like, I told myself, now it's accepted. Mm-hmm. Even though I was scared as shit, because I was like, I'm scared to go to work and then, like, say something about my hair. Because that, oh, your hair looks nice to me, is this, like, what else you want to say? You lying. Yeah, but they weren't saying that. They were giving me very unique comments where it was yeah. like, okay, like, they really like my hair. Yeah. And from there, I was just like, well, they like it. They all white. <laughs> I'm going to wear my hair like this all the time. So I was looking for that acceptance. Ooh, yeah. And I feel like it was granted to me, so now it's no turning back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, did you like it? At first, I didn't like it. Like, when I looked in the mirror, I was just like, what the hell do they see? Like, I'm not understanding. But then I started to really, like, get into it. Because I was like, my hair is cute. Because I had posted, like, a selfie on Instagram. I've never got this many DMs um, about my hair. And people were just like, wow, your hair. Like, because people were so used to seeing me, like, in braids with a weave, whatever, not my hair out. Mm-hmm. And then all those compliments, I was just like, let me try to see what they see. And then I started looking. And then from there, I was like, let me buy some products. And I bought, like, a hair mask. And then my real curls started coming out from me just wetting my hair. And I was like, hmm, I like this. So I've grown to like it. But at first, I was just like, I showed up like this because I was running late. <laughs> Y'all really like this? Wow. Yeah. That acceptance is big. It's Do you think that very if no one would have said they liked your hair or nobody would have said anything uh, that you would have kept wearing your hair this, the way that you were wearing it? Heck no. Heck no. And the reason why I know that is because from there, I feel like they gave me permission to try different hairstyles. And now... I look for them to compliment my hairstyles, which I'm like, Myra, you got to stop doing that. But I look to see who's going to compliment my hair and what they're going to say. And so from there, that grants me permission and be like, oh, okay, this is an okay hairstyle. No, like, that wasn't cute. Mm. Yeah. Dang, it's deep. Yeah. 
Because I feel like, for me, in my experience of being a black woman, like, when I think about different hairstyles that I want to do, I don't want to be looked at as ghetto. So, I don't want to show up to a staff meeting. Because, I mean, I used to be so into, like, this weave thing. Because being, having straight hair was, like, the look that you want to have in a professional setting. And so, I feel like I've evolved so much from that. But this is still, like, a new job. I mean, granted, it's been a year now. I'm like, oh, let me be careful. Like, I don't want them to think, like, I just rolled out of bed. Even though, granted, sometimes I do roll out of bed. So, I feel like from there, I've had to, like, play around with, like, what's going to work for them? Like, what's going to work this time? Yeah. Because well, I like I mean, the you, colors you, and stuff. You said it. So what's ghetto? Right? Because, you know, immediately, I'm going to tell you how I think. Usually colors are ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, usually if your hair is um, like an updo, sometimes can be ghetto. Like mm. if you have like a really big updo. Braids used to be considered ghetto. That's true too. You don't wear braids to the job. Like you could, There's literally research. Ooh, you could true. literally Google yeah. black women and braids at work and you will see a shit ton of research that's how it's you gonna know tell i'm you about comfortable it. i'm over here i'm looking like i'm looking at my like braids we that never been ghetto yeah that used to be considered ghetto i mean now I'm it's not, not exactly. but it I'm was so comfortable well for sure it's ain't ghetto <laughs> something funny because you said color so one day i had came to work and i had like faux locks Mm-hmm. And my coworker was like, ah, oh, like you always just try these cool hairstyles that I wish I had the hair to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, because I've always wanted to have a purple weave. And I said this as a test, though. Like everybody heard me because I said it on purpose mm-hmm. loud enough for everyone to hear. And I was like, yeah, I've been really considering getting a purple weave. Mind you, this was a random ass thing for me to say. And my coworker was like, I cannot wait to see that. And then my other coworker was like, oh, that's going to be bomb because you're so, like, pretty. It's going to fit you. So when they said all this, I was like, okay, I got permission to get my purple weave. Damn. Yeah. My is bad. It <laughs> is bad. I mean, and I never noticed until this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, the messed up thing is when you think about, I mean, I'm speaking from a, as a as a black woman. When I think about any other like race or woman that's another race, people in general, when it comes to hair, they be having all type of wild colors and they have all they do all type of weird stuff because they be bored with their hair too. Yeah, and it's not seen as ghetto, like, yeah, or unprofessional or any of that. Because yeah. I'm like, you know how many white. Girls I don't seen with purple hair and it's just like, all right, girl, like nobody, you know, it's not that big yeah. of a deal. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, it's interesting how it could be a black woman and a white woman, and both of them have purple hair. Mm. But the black woman is is ghetto, right? The Ooh. black woman stands out. The black woman is even seen because a lot of times white women have purple hair for a whole year. Mm. Nobody paid attention to her for real. <laughs> but then the black woman come in the office with some purple hair and it's like. Oh, it's so different. Yeah, you're, you know, oh, it's in, you know, it's loud or whatever. Mm. It's like, yo, that one over there got the same thing. Yeah. Like, what are we, what are we even talking about? Yeah. But I feel like it's, it's taught to us because I remember when I was introduced to a weave and I did not want it. So (laughs) it was such a. Who forced you to get a weave? My mom. Really? And it's very random because mm-hmm. my neighbor decided to sell weaves. And I remember, like, it was yesterday. This is 10th grade. So how I used to wear my hair, I was known for wearing a gelled up, um, like, Afro puff 
I wear my hair straight. I have really long hair too. So my Afro puff would be really big and my long hair would be really long. Like it looked good. Um, I had really healthy hair. Mm. And it felt like my whole life turned around after this weave. So my neighbor was like, yeah, I have this. I don't want to sell weave hair anymore. I want to give this to you. And my mom at the time, my mom used to wear weaves here and there, but she was like, yeah, I'm not really doing weaves. Like, um, I'll save it. So then my godmom, she did hair. So my mom was like, oh, can you like put a weave in Myra's hair? And I'm like, put a weave in my hair. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> so then next thing I know, I'm getting a weave. <laughs> and then I look in the mirror and I loved it. And I had, my mom let me get bangs this time. Cause my mom is really big on, you don't color or cut your hair because I don't want you to make the wrong choice. You do that when you turn 18, do whatever you want. Mm. So my mom let me cut my bangs. She went against what she said and she let me get this weave. So I look in the mirror and I was like, damn, like, who is that? <laughs> and I went to school and it was like, everybody was like looking at me. Yeah. So then from there, I got to keep this up. So then next thing I went out and got a honey blonde weed and I'm popping from there. And then from there, I just stopped taking care of my hair. My hair was all jacked up. Mm-hmm. I didn't care though, because I had a weave and what do weaves do? They cover up your hair, right? So I really got like heavily involved in that. And yeah. I was really like a part of that weave culture, but. I remember that like it was yesterday because I was like I don't want that like that's not cute and I had just learned how to flatter my own hair so I was like no I can do my own hair and my mom was like well you get a weave with that for three months and you're good like you don't got to do your hair and I was like no I don't want it and next thing I know I had one for years after that I want to say I had a weave for like eight years after that straight I always had a weave because then it started to be like I don't like how my hair looks because I didn't mess it up at this point Ain't what you've seen in this so long, right? Yeah. The only other hair I saw I had, I had box braids like twice. But besides that, my hair didn't come out. You didn't see my hair. And that's something too. When you have a hairstyle for so long and you don't see your own hair. I mean, even when I get new hairstyles in general, it takes me a few days to get used to it because it's new. Mm. And so sometimes I might not immediately like it. Yeah. Right? So then we thinking about years of not seeing your hair mm. in a different state. And then yeah. you see it and you like... And maybe it's not even that you didn't like it. You just mm. was like, what is this? No, I didn't like it because, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. Because, okay, I'll give you a little background. Before the weave, I was that person. I went to the hair shop every two weeks. But I went to a healthy hairstylist where she knew how to really take care of my hair. And so, like, outside of, like, my hair being, like, flat iron pressed, like, I didn't have heat damage like most people typically have. Like, I had really healthy hair. And I was so used to my being, like, the black girl with the long hair and the black girl with, like, the big hair. And then I finally saw my hair and I was like, what the hell happened? Like, my hair touched my shoulders. And I was used to touching my back, the middle of my back. And then my hair is not as thick as it once was. So then when I see that, I'm just like, now I got to wear a weave. What else am I going to do? And this is like before natural hair was like a thing. This is before YouTubers were teaching how to take care of your hair. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I'm just like, dang, I got to keep wearing a weave. And then it got to a point where like 22 inch weaves were the thing. So I was like, oh, I got to have me a 24 inch. I got to stun on them, right? So I just feel like it was like this rabbit hole I got like stuck in. And then the guys I would date. They like girls with weaves. So it's like, well, this is what you like. I'm going to give you what you like. So it's like a rabbit hole. Dang, Myra. All these like, people were validating That's it. all I just say. All of this comes down to, like, validation for other people and wanting a acceptance and a sense mm-hmm. of belonging. And it's like, well, when did you ever, like, think, do I like this? Mm. And do I want this hairstyle, right? Like, yeah. what do you know, like, your favorite hairstyle and what 
is it that you like know and it don't matter about what nobody else said. Mm-hmm. Do you know your favorite hairstyle? Like now or then? Now, now. <sighs> that you like it don't have nothing to do with nobody. You just like this style. Yeah, I love like the ten straight backs. I love thin straight backs with the added hair at the end mm-hmm. that touches like your butt. I just I think straight backs are bomb. And I feel like they look so good when you have the accessories to compliment them. Like, when you wear, like, your big hoops. I'm a big hoop person. So, I like to have different big hoops and stuff like that. But give me straight backs any day with some with a little bit of baby hair because I don't overdo it. Just a little bit. And I can rock the hair all the time. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Um, probably, um, to be honest, my puff. Mm. My, I wear my puff all the time. But your puff is cute. Thank you. But probably like a day after or two two days after I've had like a twist down or mm-hmm. something. Puff with my edges just laid real nice. I just be feeling like, hey. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably my favorite. Um, yeah, I love that on me. I love puffs too. Puffs are cute. Yeah, it's easy. It's, you know. Ain't too much to do. But you didn't tell us about your hair background. You told me you have to get a perm. Well, not have to, but you got a perm. You was five, and I was like, "So a perm when you was five? I ain't never heard of that." So geographically, you all, she came so, out kicking with a perm, so, literally. Um, <laughs> uh, my mom. Um, shout out to my mom. But so basically, when I was five, my sister was probably nine. She's four years older. My sister didn't have a relaxer, but. I grew up in a household where if, I, if my sister got something, I got something too. <laughs> so she wanted a relaxer. She was nine grand. Okay, it makes it a little bit better. It's still kind of young, but okay. I was five. So I got a relaxer <laughs> because she got a relaxer. <laughs> and because literally my mom wanted our hairs to our hair to be, uh, quote, uh, easier to deal with. Mm. So tired of having to comb our hair out and us crying or you know smacking. I know everybody. Been, I don't know. I just had a comb for real. You know, I did bob balls like just just like a struggle. So once we got the relaxers, we still got bob balls and barrettes and stuff. It just was quote unquote easier for her to comb through and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I got a relaxer when I was so young. So then from there, it was just relaxers then braids and if you know anything about relaxers and braids at that point you're just pulling your hair out because it's so thin and it's so chemically processed so then went from braids to i've had weaves before but not sewing glue oh no you did not i did it was a thing where i was like i mean my cousin she's always had glue I said, that was a thing especially in my city like community like when i think about when i was younger glued weaves mm. so i've had that that was a thing for a while yes i had that i've literally had one sewing in my life yeah one sewing. one one sewing. but you got the glue but i've had the glue hair before yeah oh, hell no nah. yeah um, so I went through all these different phases and then my hair started to break off really bad. And it's because I had like dermatitis or some type of eczema. It was something mm-hmm. and I had eczema in general, mm-hmm. but it like spread in my hair. Ooh. So on top of, imagine your hair itching yeah. and you have to get relaxers. And when you get relaxers, that itches too, doesn't it? It burns if you, if you scratch it. Oh shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> just imagine it. Oh, hell no. Exactly. They would kick me out the hair but shop. I didn't know what to do. For sure, you know, being natural was not a big thing. In Louisville, Kentucky, you know, at this point, it was five years ago, five, six years ago. 
it was not that big of a deal. And mm. on top of that, I didn't know what to I didn't know what to do with it anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around me, I had one friend who her mother actually specializes in uh, natural hair. Oh wow. She was the only friend I had ever known who had natural hair. Everybody else was processed and yeah. relaxes was the thing. It wasn't like people's hair was just getting straightened. No, everybody was getting relaxed. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, you know, it was like a thing. Somebody, you, if you let your hair go past, like, six to eight weeks without getting a relaxer, they'll, you, they'll say, oh, yeah, I need a relaxer because my, uh, my new growth is coming. That's the word that people would use. My mom does say that. Yeah, they'll say my new growth is coming. So, really, that's your natural hair coming out. That's really it. Your mm. new growth is literally your natural hair peeking out from the relaxer because it's been, you know, now this time. Yeah. So... You know, it's just always turns and stuff. New girl, oh, your hair is beady, right? Oh, you need a relaxer. It's about that time, you know. Yeah. My your hair starts getting matted, uh, all that stuff. So when I moved to California, I was coming for grad school. I didn't have a beautician here. I didn't have nothing. So it felt like the perfect time to. And don't nobody know me here, so I can be a mess <laughs> for real. <laughs> right? You know what I'm you, you in your home, everybody goes, oh, you look, you know right. you look ugly. Yeah. So, don't nobody know me here. Yeah. I can transition peacefully. Um, and I had got some braids literally right before I, we moved here. And after I took those braids out, it was just, I've been natural since. So, mm. now that's, you know, been natural for five years. And I transitioned. I didn't just cut all my hair off. So, it was processed. And I just was cut it, like, slowly at a time. Yeah. And then... Um, I just cut it all off, and I never went through, like, a super tiny fro stage, but it was a lot of learning, a lot of products. Mm. YouTube, like you just said, it wasn't always there for everybody. Like, yeah. YouTube was there, um, and I love it. I love my natural hair, um, and I would, I'd never say no, but I never think about getting a relaxer, mm. because I feel that if I, and that's the beauty of being a black woman in general. You can do whatever you want with your hair. I can do whatever. If I want straight, I can just get a, I can get a full soul. Yeah. I can get a wig. Yeah. I, if I get bored with this, I can change it. You could do anything. It don't matter. <laughs> and I can still take care of my yep. natural hair with doing that. Yep. I'm not going to damage my shit. Exactly. I damage this weed. I straightened the heck out this weed, yeah. right? But I'm not doing that to my hair anymore. Like I need, I take care of my hair as best as possible. Don't get me wrong, I ain't the best, best, but I do take care of my hair, and yeah, I sure. really do like love my hair. I really do love it. Um, so, but you know, it's it's been a journey, and then. You know, just people around you. I feel like I've even, like, kind of influenced my mom and my sister and them to stop getting relaxers. Because they don't get relaxers now. My mom doesn't either. Which is so wild. You my know? mom doesn't either. I'm trying to make her get locks, though. No. <laughs> I'm like, that would be so much easier to just get locks. Yeah. No, for sure. I have seen that. And that is, that's another step of, like... Mm-hmm. And I do have a few friends with locks. It's a whole journey, yeah. But I'm thinking about, like, uh, just, like, access... And, like, this, like, natural hair journey. Because I have this friend who, um, she, let's just say when we graduated college, she stepped into a whole nother tax bracket. Like, the girl makes bank, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I'm thankful to have her as a friend because she introduces me to new things. Mm -hmm. So, she did, like, the whole, she cut all her hair off. She grew it back. And then she introduced me to, there's people you could go to, like, curl beautician specifically. Oh, yeah. Because in my head, to get your inch trimmed, you got to get your hair straightened. I did not know this. And there's a person you could go to that specifically helps you to get your curl pattern back. Yep. And I'm like, 
how we not been friends? Because, I mean, she has a million to spend on these people. Mm-hmm. How we not been friends? I would never know these things. I'll probably find out about through Instagram later on. Because now, granted, you see these people. But I found out about this a while ago because of her. So I'm thankful for the access to her for that. And even, like, the access that, you know, I can access the tools I need to take care of my natural hair. Because natural hair care is not cheap. And I think about the people who don't have the access to that. And I hope that there is some type of, like, fund eventually for access to that. I am thinking about, like, because I work in foster care. um, And my company specifically, like, it really melted my heart because they applied for a grant to teach parents to take care of black hair and then it comes with products specifically for black hair and the fact that one of our supervisors thought of this a white woman i was like yeah there's possibility like i'm hoping that other people who are homeless and stuff like that they can get the access to you know natural hair care stuff because it's not cheap and the products that we need cost a lot of money i agree and you barely get any product in what you get right you be like, all day. You be trying yeah. to just get a little uh, ample size. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, because immediately when you said it, I was like, but you can make most of this stuff yourself. That's the thing. Mm. A lot of the natural products, you can literally go to the store. I'm not good at making stuff. But hold on. Because <laughs> then I start thinking. But a lot of times, though, even those products you buy from the store are not cheap. It's like mm. the more expensive oil sometimes. So maybe. Yeah. And sometimes the Dollar Tree will have, like, grape seed oil and stuff. But. You barely get that much, though. You have to really, like, do a lot of research if you are making your own products to even find where the most, the cheaper prices are. And to see if it's even for your hair texture. Right, because that'd be different, too. Everybody got their own oils that work for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a great idea, though. What's, did they uh, already have, like, a name for it and stuff? For the grant? Are, is it a program or what, what is it? It was just like a grant that they apply for that oh. like funds, you know, specific classes for these people. Um, there ended up being, there's a lady who's like doing her dissertation on like black foster kids and like hair care. Um, so she's pretty cool. If I could like find her information, I'll share it. But yeah, I don't know what it's called, but that made me think about access though. Cause my friend is so funny. Like when you make money, cause I think about like if I were in grad school, my friend suggested these products to me and she was like, they're expensive. And I was like, girl, this is $25 for a jar. And then she was like, that's expensive. And I thought about it. Like if I was like in college still, I wouldn't have bought that. But because I actually made money, like $25 is like $5 to me. Right. But then what about for the people that don't have access? Because even then I was thinking about, because I have a lot of hair. So this $25 jar, I think I was able to use it four times. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Bomb-ass product, though. And it's worth the $25. Mm-hmm. But what about those other people that don't have access to that? What happens to them? This is true. Like, and then for me, like, I can't make stuff. Like, when I try to make stuff, I'm sloppy. Like, nothing comes out right. The only thing I can make from scratch is food. But outside of food... You don't want nothing I made. So, like, I tried, like, I thought to make, like, the hair care stuff at home. I tried. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't trust myself. Yeah, I don't want to do it. But I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I literally can't do it. Myra, you can do anything. No. (laughs) When it comes to making stuff, I'm... I'm good at a lot of things, but I'll be straight up and say I'm not good at making stuff at home. Like I said, when it comes to food, I don't got to measure nothing. I can make stuff. But outside of food, you don't want me making nothing. You don't want me bartending no drinks. You don't want me making no hair care products. You don't want me doing no arts and crafts. You don't want me painting nothing. I can't do it. I suck. <laughs> well, all right. So I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um. Have you seen the movie Bad Hair? 
<laughs> no, I have not seen it, but it made me think about that. Uh, when I seen it, it made me think about that movie. I think it was called Good Hair. With Chris Rock? With Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. It made me think about that. And so I was just like, man, I really don't want to watch this right now. Yeah. It just doesn't. Were you a kid when Good Hair came out? I had to be. Uh, I, I feel I, like it came out 2005 for some reason. I don't think it came out that long ago. Whenever it was, I didn't watch it when it came out. I watched it when I was older, if that makes mm. sense. Um, but it made me think about that and about how they talked about all the stuff, good, her, bad, you know, in particular with black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, and that's why 2009. I... 2009. Okay. Yeah, so I was probably, 2009, I was in the 10th grade. Um, yeah, because I'm a year younger than you, so I was 2009. Yeah, I was in the 9th grade. grade for me. And I probably didn't watch that movie until I graduated high school. So, mm. <laughs> it hit different. Um, I mean, at that time, I still was getting relaxed. It didn't stop. It didn't stop nothing. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I had a weave. I literally didn't watch it. Because I was like, they're not about to talk bad about weaves. I got one. And that's what it makes <laughs> me think about this bad hair movie of just like, mm. sometimes these movies can make you just, you know, maybe we all in different stages, right? Yeah. Like how we want to show it with our hair. And that is your choice. Yeah. And so sometimes they can be kind of exhausting. Like, I ain't trying to... What was that? It was on Netflix just recently where it had Sanai Lathan. Where she cut all her hair off? Yeah. Like, sometimes just like... Like, her mom treated her so horrible. Mm-hmm. Or her mom did not play by her hair. And so then she had became, like, a person who... A woman who didn't play about her hair. Like, she would wake up in the morning to make sure the person next to her didn't see her hair a certain way. Oh, no. It was just, like, extra, extra, extra. Yeah. And so, sometimes those movies can be exhausting for black women. And so, I was like, eh, I really don't need to watch that. I really don't care to. Mm -hmm. Um, So. I feel like hair is one of those things I I used to avoid it a lot. Because I've been in, like, spaces. Like, I went to, like, a healing circle one time. And they were, like, bashing weaves. And so I was like, this is supposed to be like a safe space and they oh, talking about you had a weave too? Wait, what? You had a weave in? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. And I was one of the facilitators and I wanted to leave. Because I was like, this is so uncomfortable. Like, y'all are really going in. Because one of the oh, people God. that was in the circle, um, they started talking about natural hair. So long story short, the conversation ended up being about why you shouldn't wear anything but your natural hair. Oh, and so me shaking and everything so I was like I gotta say something I like butted in cause it was like a they were really into it mm-hmm. and I'm noticing there's other people with weaves and they're not saying nothing I'm like and I'm not saying nothing either and I'm a facilitator so I just raised my hand and I said I just wanna say one quick little thing cause I know this is like a heated conversation but I just wanna say one quick little thing I'ma love myself with my weave my natural hair or however else I decide to wear it and I'ma always compliment other black women whose hair looks good to me no matter if it's a weave or natural hair because it's what we decide to put on our head and then the whole conversation changed and I was like yeah we're not about to do that I'm not about to talk about no other woman because they decide to wear their hair a certain way that's that's not me and I'm not gonna condone that and especially I'm sitting here with a whole weave on my head and this is what y'all talking about and I helped organize this meeting. Y'all right. not about to do that. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and that's the thing. It's like it's like an extreme of like either someone, you know, you become natural and you think that's the end all be all. The people with the weed, you look at people with the natural like, oh, I can never. That's nasty. That's, t-, you know, mm. so it's like, like you just said. And the people with the natural hair be like, they ain't woke. I've heard right. that so many times. Like, how am I not woke? You don't know what the hell going on in my head. Clearly. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> that is funny. Well, yeah, like, 
like it comes down to you wear your hair how you want to wear it. You know what I'm saying? If you happy with it, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's literally it. If you like your hair, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that is, I don't care what you do. Yeah. It's, it's all about what you like, you know? Yeah, it's and your crown. You yeah. adjust it how you want. It doesn't have anything to do with messes. And I mean, because I, I don't want to say anything, because sometimes you will talk to black women in particular who it does it is tied to their self-esteem. Oh, for sure. Um, in, in particular to, like, not want to wear their natural hair. Yeah. And because of what's been instilled into us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I won't say all the time, but a lot of times people are wearing their hair the way they like it because that's what they like or because they want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I wear a weave, it doesn't mean that I'm, uh, you know, I don't recognize that generational trauma. And there's been, like, it's, you <laughs> oh know, like, my gosh. There's, there's been slavery and straight hair is on the media. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. It means that I like my straight hair. I like this right now. Exactly. And that's what I like. Yeah. You know, but. Tomorrow, I might have something else, and I like that, too. Exactly. So, and I like that I can do all these things. And we really should <laughs> embrace that, right? Yeah. I really feel like we should embrace that. If you, the fact that we, oh, my goodness. When I think about the places I've worked where it's been, like, white-centered or anybody not black. Yeah. They always, like you said, they always talk about your hair. Mm-hmm. They always love you. You can do her style. They're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You just, oh, I wish I could do and that. And see, I used to run right. from that. Like, I don't like those comments. And it's feel uncomfortable. Exactly. It don't make me, it just, it was, it's annoying. It's still annoying to me. Mm. It's just like, shut up. All right. But the this is what I paid attention to. If you have to wear the same hairstyle every day of your life, all you do is wash it, blow dry it, <laughs> you put a curl in it, it lasts two seconds. Yeah. Dang, that's boring as hell. We get to change our hair all the time. Yeah, every like, day if we want. And we get bored when we have a hairstyle for like two weeks a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine how That's a good wear- point. Yeah. So, yeah, they that's impressed. Yeah, One of my coworkers, like- she had actually texted me and was just like, <laughs> sometimes as a white woman, I wish I didn't have this hair. Because I see you and all the things you could do. Right. And this is what I mean when I say my coworkers give me very unique compliments. Because in other spaces that I've worked in, they compliment my hair and all attention is on me. And that makes me feel so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she was like, as a white woman, I'm going to say that first off. I get really irritated with my hair because the most I can do is put it in a ponytail and curl it a little bit. And that's fun. But then I see you and I'm like... Well, damn, what's she going to do next week? What's like, I look do? forward to seeing what she's going to do next week because I can't do any of it. Yeah. And that's what I mean when I'm like, okay, these are the compliments I like because it makes me feel like, okay, like, this is cool mm-hmm. versus like, oh, my God, like, you changed your hair again. Okay, and I'm going to change it again next week because mm-hmm. I don't want my hair frizzy. Right. <laughs> it can only last so long in this hairstyle anyway. And that's the thing, too, getting your hair done. Like, that's like a, a kind of like a, it ain't always fun. It's like a, it's a For care. Yeah, like yeah. when you think about black women and when we get our hair done, it be, it's like a thing. You feel good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or even you be like, yeah, I got a hair appointment. We cancel everything for that hair appointment. <laughs> like, jobs too, right? For real. We, like, we, like, feel good about that. It's something, like, we look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, you know, just, it's just, just something about it. Yeah, know. for sure. Yeah. It's funny that she said that because I have this one particular hairstylist who I love, but I don't love her prices. So I had told her, because I've been going there every month now, and I was just like, I make real money. Because I've been going to her since undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I will only see her like every three months. And she'll be like, where you been? I'm like, I can't afford you, right? But my hair lasts forever when I go to her, like six weeks. So I was like, now I make big girl money, so you'll see me once a month. And she's like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And I was just telling her, like, 
I appreciate you and your prices, but I can't always afford them. And I appreciate, you know, like being in your presence. Yeah. Cause when she does my hair, like I look in the mirror and I'm just like, damn. And then I know it's going to last. Like it lasts me a good amount of time. So yeah, I'd be calling off work early for that. Hey. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie to you. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, what do you feel like about this episode? The takeaways? Um, I feel like the takeaway is explore what you like for your hair because I mean as a kid your parents do your hair so you might be stuck with those hairstyles and then as you get older you might see other hairstyles and other people and feel like that's what you have to do but I think it's all about just figuring out what you like like what do you like about your hair and really like exploring that because there's people to help you out for every hairstyle at this point so I mean <laughs> free game on YouTube Hey, YouTube for everything. YouTube for the win. For real. For real. Y'all wanna know a random story? So there's this girl, her name is Hey Fran Hey, and she does like all natural hair stuff on YouTube. And this is when I was first starting to get into natural hair. So I was just, I wasn't gonna fully commit yet. I still have my weed, but I was like, let me just watch a few videos. So I was watching her videos, and then I went to Cuba the next week. Tell me why I bumped into this lady. Really? Yes. What are the odds? And funny, we were talking about staring on our last episode. She was staring at me. <laughs> so I just went up to her and I was just like, hey, like, do I know you? Because, like, I see, like, we keep looking at each other. And she's like, no. And then I was like, hey, Fran, hey. Mind y'all, the Friends on podcast, super popular podcast. I'm sure y'all probably all heard it. And she did the Insecure podcast. Anyway, but yeah, random story. And I ran into her and I was like, this is a sign. Maybe I should try and be natural. And not shortly after, started becoming natural, like dibbing and dabbing in it. Mm -hmm. yeah but she has her videos are still up they're super old but she gives really cool tips yeah for sure youtube for the win any hairstyle you want at this point yeah. i'm talking about if you want some faux locks if you want some mini braids what they got micro braids anything yeah. you want i've done passion twists on my hair anything randomly and passion then, braids are cool too now donika yeah. got some of her head yeah these, these are cute and i think i found them I don't know. Girl, I have like a whole Pinterest like hairstyle list. Oh, me too. The things I'm like. I'm going to try. Yep. And I'm Same. like, you know what? I think it's the time. I go in there and yeah. pick something. I send it to my hairstylist. <laughs> this is what I want. Boom. Same. I ain't doing it. But the point of the fact that the fact of the matter is you can do it yourself. Exactly. But I ain't doing it myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I guess my takeaway is. Um, my takeaway is. Go for that. Go for that hairstyle that maybe you don't think other people will like. Exactly. Um, go for that hairstyle you've been thinking like, "Ooh, I want to," but I wonder if people gonna think this. Or <laughs> I don't know. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it and give yourself some time to like get used to it before you like take it out. If it's if it's something you gotta put in or before you wash it out or whatever, give yourself a few days to see if you really like it. And really look at that hairstyle and think about what it means for you, what it does for you. I don't care if nobody compliments you. If you like it, then go for it. That's but a quote. Yeah. I don't care if nobody like it. <laughs> go for it. That can be applied in everything. Facts. So, yeah, that's my homework. Our takeaway is like, yeah, try that thing out. Try that new hairstyle out that you haven't tried or whatever. Uh, don't feel insecure about these trends. Like, if you do a hairstyle that somebody else got... Y'all got chill on that. Do you? If you yeah. like the hairstyle, it's not a big deal. Right. If you like it, get the hairstyle. But yeah, just go for it. Well, thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll talk to y'all later.